0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Back to Basic with Danielle. I am, of course, Danielle, and I'm always excited to be talking with you every week, but I'm super excited this week because something very on brand and frankly, very basic happened to me that I just had to share. So as you know, pumpkin season comes earlier and earlier every year, or at least that's what it feels like. And I know that it is still summer, And trust me, I am not in a rush to have summer end, although it's been a weird summer, you know? It it just, it is what it is, right? Anyway, fall is coming, it is fast approaching, and I went to Starbucks, and it happened to be the first day of pumpkin season, or at least pumpkin season for them. So I walked in, there are signs everywhere, welcome home, pumpkin. They call next, I come up to order my regular cold brew that I love, and the barista looks at me and says, are you sure you don't want the pumpkin? And I said, no, 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 I have to wait. I have to hold off a little bit. Because here's the thing, every year I try to hold off, right? I have to. I just, I I, I can't do it yet. I try to hold off as best as I can. So I was like, let me at least wait until, you know, September, right? Which is next week anyway, so not not too much longer. So I said, no, no, no. I'm just going to get my regular cold brew, but don't worry. I'll be back. So he's laughing and he says, okay. I walk over to wait for my cold brew, taking pictures of the pumpkin thing, of course, because what else would I be doing? And they call my name, give me my order. And then she says, wait, we just made this pumpkin cold brew. We're doing it for practice. So she said, take the pumpkin cold brew. Enjoy it. So I got two cold brews. I'm walking out of there with the biggest smile that nobody could see because of my mask and got into my car and literally said to myself, that was the most basic and on-brand thing. Of course, somehow I would get a pumpkin cold brew for free on the first day of pumpkin season. I got to tell you, I took a sip of the pumpkin and ugh. All it makes me want to do now is go to an apple orchard, eat some cider donuts, carve a pumpkin. I mean, like I said, I'm not trying to rush summer here, but like, come on, something about that pumpkin taste on my tongue. I'm ready for it. And yeah, so now I'm officially in my pumpkin season. So you may see me drinking pumpkin coffees, you know, for a very long time now. It was just the most perfect thing ever and kind of made my week to be honest. Uh, so yeah, pumpkin all the way. And speaking of pumpkin, I actually get into pumpkin and other food stuff with my guest for this week. It is Chris Bussone or Captain Cook's food. He's a food content creator. He makes recipes and he posts amazing food inspo and he has a hot sauce brand that I'm telling you, you are going to want to check out because it is so, so good. We get into his inspiration for becoming a food content creator. He gives tips about how to become a cook, which trust me, I need plenty of. And we talk about his favorite types of foods. And I hope that you are ready to get hungry and I hope that you are ready to get back to basic with Captain Cook's food. Christopher, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you, Miss Danielle. How are you doing?
0: Good. How are you?
1: Oh, lovely. You know, just, uh, you know, embracing this quarantine life of 2020.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right, Chris. So you are like a food blogger extraordinaire and you, you are, just own it. You got to throw it out in the universe. Yeah. Yeah. So you are Chris Bussone, but your blogger persona is Captain Cook's food, correct?
1: Yes. When I have too much bacon, I become Captain Cook, like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde.
0: Uh, I was going to ask why you came up with that name, and that's amazing. I love
1: it. Oh, well, I mean, to be honest, it's because uh, I have an obsession with pirates, actually. Uh, (laughs) So uh, Captain Cook was an actual, like, uh, explorer, buccaneer type person. Um, But I just, you know, I just, it it made sense. You know, I was like, I started calling myself that, and... uh,
0: I don't know. It works. It's all about that branding. So, okay, so you just gave a good intro, but why don't you explain a little bit more about what Captain Cook's food is, what exactly you do, and just tell us about yourself. Yeah,
1: sure. Um, so it's just started as me sharing recipes that I had been kind of coming up with and cooking. I mean, I started this in 2016 as a kind of way to decompress from work. At the time, I was working like a very stressful job with kind of weird hours So I would come home at like 9, 10 p.m. Sometimes nobody else was awake and I could just kind of like decompress. That turned into me being like, yeah, I'll post some of these recipes. Um, And then as time went on, I started to develop more and more recipes, review food, um, just kind of experiment with stuff and eventually make my own you know, hot sauce and like rotisserie rub. And like I started realizing that I could actually produce things. Um, So now it's kind of a combination of all those things. It's like places I love to eat, Uh, recipes that I really love, adapted recipes from other bloggers as well. Um, And it's a combination of everything food, basically. And I go, you know, live with people sometimes. I'll do live cooking tutorials as well. Uh, Like I did a banana bread one and banana bread muffins for quarantine. So it's basically just a one-stop shop for people who kind of like food, but are home cooks. Because I'm not, regardless of all my food tattoos, I'm not a chef. Uh, I'm just, I'm I'm a home cook. You know, I haven't really earned the title of chef per se.
0: Okay, so what made you want to start a food blog? Why did you like even do it?
1: Um, well, I started cooking very young. My dad taught me how to cook and taught me how to use a knife when I was about like 8 or 9. Um which, you know, it's it's like it's a very useful tool. And if you could learn how to do that, you pretty much can take care of yourself for like your life, you know? I mean, that's I I think it became like more of a therapeutic process and I realized that if I was getting this much enjoyment out of something, you know, maybe if I put it out there, other people won't really care, but I'll enjoy that I'm at least sharing it. I think that's why I started. I think it's more, and that's a big like thing with like blogging, I think is like, it's not just about you putting stuff out that you think other people will love. It's about you sharing what you love. And usually if you have enough passion for it, that gets kind of reciprocated with people that, you know, watch your content basically.
0: So why didn't you want to pursue that? Like in more of a traditional sense, do you ever Uh, think about becoming a chef?
1: (laughs) Uh, well, I enjoy seeing my wife, so no, uh, <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I did, the thing is like, at first I think what happened was aside from the fact that culinary school can be up to like $50,000 a year. I mean, I did, I did think about it. It's just, that's like a whole other kind of aspect of it. Like when you do that as a job, and I've, I've been in the back of professional kitchens, like I've worked at a couple of food places and like, it's more like, um, like a well-oiled machine that runs. It's not so much like you don't have time to always like put the passion in it, necessarily. Like, if you're a line cook, you could be dicing onions for eight hours a day, nine hours a day straight, just onions. That's like your whole life. You may, you may hate onions. You may never want to smell an onion outside of the kitchen ever if you do that. And you got to think about it this way like, if you really do something for work nonstop, you know, there is a chance that you may stop kind of enjoying it, you know? I mean, Not in your case, you love, you know, radio and talking, but you know, it's it's, it's just how it is, you know?
0: Totally got that. So you really wanted to focus on the passion first and then see what it turns into.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think there's been a huge turn in the last like five years, six years with the food world on social media. So I think it kind of opened up a lot of opportunities for people who didn't have to go to culinary school. You know, there are other ways to exist in the food world, besides from just kind of being a chef.
0: So do you love the content creation of this? Like, do you like being called a food influencer, like a food blogger? Like, do you love that? Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a way, it's, it's like I, I don't really think of myself necessarily as like a blogger per se. I have a blog, like I write on my blog, but I I, I, I don't know, because it's hard when you you always see yourself as just like you, you know, and like, I don't see myself as like a pigeonholed kind of one category thing. I, you know, I I do like the fact that I have gotten at least a little bit of recognition in that world, not a whole lot, but you know, a little bit. It's kind of nice to me that I'm existing in that space.
0: Yeah. Very grassroots too. You just like started posting organic content and food. And I find that people really, like you said, gravitate towards that. Like if they can hear or see that you love it and you're just doing it because you want them to see it, like right. it's not because you're trying to, you know, become the next crazy food blogger, like Buzzfeed, tasty, all that That's stuff. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um. So, okay. What would you ideally like to do with your platform? I know with your brand, which we'll talk about in a second. But what's your goal?
1: My goal is to kind of actually, like you said, like like with the brand, like build a brand. You know, I have a lot of people that have requested my hot sauce, my rub, and my recipes, and I've I've told I don't know how many recipes to how many people over. But you know, so you kind of it's more about wanting to build a community, I think. And if there's a small group of people in the world that love buying products that I produce, that love recipes that I put out. I'll I'll be happy. That's like that's that's totally fine. Um if I can make a living off that, I will be even more happy. But um even even without, it's just nice to know that there's like a small group of people that actually I think I think it's more about like connection. Like you enjoy that other people are enjoying the same thing that you are, especially if it's something that you produce. You know, it's it's almost like a shared connection. The eventual goal is to kind of build that out a little bit.
0: You focus on the community and the connection. And I have to say a lot of people who I feel like get into this game, don't focus on that first. And a lot of the successful people, people that we both know that do really well, it's their focus on that connection and they focus yeah, on the absolutely. people. Cause
1: they never like, they always kind of ground themselves. I think. Um, yeah, it's just, and again, for me, I, if, I feel like if I try to overextend myself or you try to see too far ahead, like you want to have plans and you want to have plans for the future, obviously, but you also have to remember that like, it's currently evolving and you have to adapt as it changes so it's like, you know, I didn't expect to be making hot sauce. You know, when I, you were one of my first testers, actually, of the bottles of hot mm-hmm. sauce. Um, and, you know, like when that started, I wasn't expecting to be making, you know, as much as I do now and having an Etsy shop like I do and like all this stuff. Like I, I was just like, I'm going to make a few bottles of this. I'll give it to some people and we'll see what happens, you know, but it's just, you know, you have to kind of change as it goes a little bit, you know?
0: Definitely. You adapt, right? And that's everything yeah. in life. You yeah, adapt. Adapt
1: or die. Yeah, exactly.
0: There it is. Okay. Well, that was a good segue because I want to talk oh, about great. your brand. It's
1: almost like it was planned.
0: Oh my God! <laughs> so, like you said, um, you started creating hot sauces. Which, yes, I was one of the first testers. I was yes. obsessed, and I'm gonna buy more. Just full disclosure. <laughs> yeah. And when you know, in a few years from now, when you have like this huge cookbook, I'm gonna be like, I tried it first. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so the tropical coffee habanero is yes, so good. How did you come up with a tropical coffee habanero hot sauce? How does that? How does one even think? Ooh, <laughs> coffee and hot sauce. Like I. I-
1: well, um, the the coffee. So mango habanero is a very popular thing out there, and we bought. Um, I, I became a very big fan of the show Hot Ones. Once I started watching Hot Ones on YouTube, I started eating a lot more hot sauce. I've always liked hot peppers. You know, I used to eat jalapenos all the time. Like I eat habaneros when I make my sauce because I like the pain. And there's this hot sauce that I got at the Hot Sauce Expo in Brooklyn called, from Queen Majesty, their company in Brooklyn, and uh, black coffee and red habanero. You know, my wife and I love hot sauce. We blew through the whole bottle, it was really spicy, but it was like, it was like a little too sharp. Like just the habanero, just the coffee, it was kind of like bitter. And I'm like, you need like something else. So I did some research. There was nothing really ever that was the mango, the coffee and the habanero. So what I did was I combined the mango, I combined the coffee. And instead of using red habanero, I use orange habaneros, which uh, grow a little bit bigger. And the skin is orange. So it gives a lighter feel. And also it's a little more fruity. So it actually complements the mango a lot better. Um, Um. So with a little bit of adjustment and some, a lot of testing to get the amounts right. (laughs) Um, Which that was a fun stage. Nothing like just ha- eating something with a bunch of coffee grounds. In it. it gives a little bit of that sharp coffee feeling, but then, you know, the fruit kind of balances everything out and it's also all natural. There's no chemicals. There's nothing like that. There's no preservatives. Uh, the only preservative is vinegar. So it's all just fruit, peppers, everything like that. So it's like, i wanted something that, you know, would be super hot, but then it would kind of cool down a little bit. It wouldn't like linger. Like, you know, some of those hot mm-hmm. sauces just stay on your tongue for like 20 minutes. So it yeah. was born out of me wanting to make something that not only tasted good, but was the right kind of hot.
0: Yeah. it's And it, it is, you're right. I literally would bring it to work and girls would be like, what is that? I'm like, oh, you to follow my friend. Like he makes hot sauce. <laughs> but it, like, I put it on like everything for like my, yeah. you know, those like healthy bland lunches that you're like, oh, I'm oh, going to yeah. be really good. And the cauliflower yeah, exactly. rice. Yeah. Like, I put no it on hump, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it it exactly. Ref, yeah. And you're right. It's such a, it, like it gets really hot, but then it just like really brings it down. So you yeah, it really doesn't linger, taste yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So tropical coffee, habanero. And then now you also have a rotisserie rub. What made you decide right. to do that?
1: Um, It's something that I do almost every Sunday. So I actually have been making a rotisserie rub just for me and my wife. And what I do is I take a whole chicken, a whole like organic chicken, and I rub it with this rice blend that I made um, doing that for two years the actual spice blend itself, uh, my wife was like, you should you just should sell this.
0: Listen, we love a partner who's gonna push you out of your comfort zone. Like, you, yeah. but we all need that, because I know a lot of us love just chilling.
1: Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that she and I are actually working on together. It's, uh, it's good, it's just, it's a matter of, again, testing out recipes and stuff, you know? You have to get a couple licenses. I'm currently in the middle of taking an online course with the University of Tennessee, which is teaching me all about that bacteria and basically how not to kill people. Um, Which is good to know. Yeah, you know, it's something you should probably know. Yeah. um, Basically, a lot of people died from, like, canned foods in the 20th century because there was no regulation. So now they force people who produce canned foods or bottled things to, you know, learn the basics. (laughs) Um, And, um, yeah, so I'm going through that. And then I have to get an inspection from the Department of Health to make sure I'm not, like, dipping my finger in the sauce when I'm making it. And then that license will give me uh, permission to sell commercially, like, to stores and stuff.
0: Oh my gosh. So I didn't yeah. realize, I mean, and that's good. Cause I feel like a lot of us have no idea what goes into creating like a brand. And especially for you, like a food, like a food brand, like you're creating yeah. something people are going to consume. Not that's only risks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you right. want to make sure you're good. You don't want to like end up on one of those true crime yes. specials, which if you do, like I will, you know, I'll be one of the key witnesses or something. That's Cause good. I always want to be, be on one. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Um, so, you're testing out new recipes, and is the goal to like see where this goes, see how you can expand this brand? And
1: so, my idea is like trying to find things that like I really would want to see. And if people like them, then that's fine. But you know, you can't think of like what would really please like the masses because there's 9,000 different answers, and you're yeah. never gonna be able to make all of them at once. And, you
0: know. Yeah. We're gonna go into a little bit of like basic stuff just in a bit, yeah. but I have a couple more questions. Sure. And one of them, jumping off of my basicness, yeah. What is like your favorite basic recipe, like your favorite go to?
1: Um, honestly, it's a, uh, I mean, pretty much usually any kind of pasta dish, but specifically for the two of us, uh, what I cook really well and it's her favorite is linguine with clams. And it's super simple. There's like four ingredients, really, you know?
0: Yeah, classic.
1: But pasta, basically. Pasta's like. You know. Pasta. Yeah, exactly.
0: And do you use, do you make your own pasta or? I
1: have. But honestly, I l- also love dry pasta. I don't, you know.
0: Hey, my that. grandmother is from Sicily and still just uses dry pasta. So yeah,
1: it's easy for them. They're like, ah, they don't, you know, they don't want yeah. to
0: be They're like, Yeah, 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 yeah. But also <laughs> she's, you know, with them too, it's also like, Grandma, how much do I put to make your sauce? And she goes, oh, look at this so much.
1: Yeah, exactly. This much.
0: Oh, yeah. We tried to film her, like, making her pasta sauce, like her gravy. And which for people who aren't aware we, we call <laughs> pasta sauce gravy. Um, and my brother's filming it and she's like putting stuff in the pot and he goes, "Alright, grandma, how much of this?" Literally, she pulls it to the camera and it's like,
1: "And I get this." Yeah, uh, Like this much, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's just so funny. But that's a that's where a real cook, right? You said you don't need a recipe anymore and I'm sure you do it too for now certain, you're like Yeah,
1: for certainly yeah, for pasta stuff, yeah.
0: Like yeah. I've
1: started adapting
0: Um and what is your advice for those of us and throwing myself under the bus that are like learning how to cook and like trying to embrace that. Let me not order food every day vibe.
1: Right. Yeah. Start by cooking something that you really, really, really like to eat. And it's maybe got a bunch of steps, but it's not the end of the world that and also 100% YouTube videos. I, I love cookbooks. I've been reading cookbooks my whole life, but YouTube videos absolutely saved my life.
0: And That's also like anything right like you need to do something and I'm like, yeah. let me just YouTube how to like hook up my TV like yeah, it's, exactly. all, it's just there. Yeah. I do that all the time, especially like I've
1: learned on guitar have been on YouTube too. It's like, you know, it's just
0: Yeah, a great segue because you cook, but you also sing and play guitar. Those are like your hobbies besides cooking. Yes. Um and tattoos, huh? And tattoos, yeah. Tattoos. I love tattoos, yeah. You can go on his Instagram, you'll see he loves tattoos. So why did you decide to pursue like the cooking thing and not kind of dive deeper into like guitar or singing? Like, or is that just something you do for yourself?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm way better at cooking than I am at singing. Uh, so.
0: I don't know. I've been to some of your shows back in the day, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm well, I used to play in a band and then my brother and I played together. And my brother and I did more like acoustic soft rock with harmonies and stuff. I feel like, you know, I used to do a lot of shows and stuff. And when you have to write songs or like even like in the process of we were recording an album, I realized that like I think for music, it's very easy to fall out of love with it. If you're really like focusing on it too much. I don't know. Like for for somebody like me, I'm not a professional musician. You know, I just enjoy doing it. And I've been around music my whole life. My dad, my mom, my brother plays like everybody in my family pretty much so it's like something that's always just kind of been in my life and I wanted to kind of keep it like that I think I kind of wanted to keep it as like something I'll always be able to enjoy like guitar I'm still like getting better at like like I've been able to strum chords and sing for years but like now I'm actually like learning scales and now I'm like learning how to solo and it's like you know so it's taken me a long time but cooking I could like amp up my notches a lot faster with cooking I just pick it up faster like you know knife skills and like certain dishes and you know, creating my own products and like experimenting with different things. You know, um, doing things I never would have done. Like you know, it's just, yeah. I, I take I take more risks. I think with cooking, so
0: and that's great, right? Again, pushes you out of your comfort zone.
1: Yes, exactly. Hundred really-
0: percent. Were we in the band together at one point?
1: We were. I was in band. Um, so I was in jazz band since middle school. Mm-hmm. Uh, since sixth grade, I was in regular band from sixth grade until tenth grade. But uh, I played saxophone, actually. I played uh, saxophone was my main instrument for many, many years, sax and piano. Um, yeah,
0: I remember. Actually,
1: yeah, I started playing sax in fourth grade, so.
0: Yeah, so. it was great, thought. I think I, I did it all the way through.
1: Yeah, I remember marching with you guys, actually.
0: Oh, God, yeah. We were We <laughs> were in the marching band, which Yo, I literally tell everybody, like, if you need to know anything about how I was in high school, I was in the marching band. And they're like, yeah, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm a lot cooler now.
1: <laughs> uh, marching band is, I give people a lot of credit who can, like, like the crazy ones in college yeah. and stuff. I could never do that. That's like yeah. that takes so much coordination.
0: <laughs> I know. And it I just I remember that. I remember being in these like polyester thick outfits. Oh
1: god. That had been passed down for like, yeah.
0: like, like 20 and years. <laughs> nice. I mean, I liked it, but the marching was always like just oh no, like everyone's gonna see me. Uh speaking of cool, yes. so your guilty pleasure, Love Island. Ah,
1: ah. Oh God.
0: I god. love that.
1: All right. Um, yeah. Love Island and definitely. All right. So Love Island and like a couple shows on TLC, like my really? fiance. Yeah. My fiance.
0: Yes.
1: Um, Love Island is by far my number one. It's my wife's fault. She got me into it, but like the one from the UK, I don't know if you've ever seen it, the mm-hmm. actual UK one. It's, it's the best. Like it's unlike any reality show that we have. Cause we grew up with Mike banging his head against the wall you know like i mean so like to us like that's reality tv
0: <laughs> A.K.A. a jersey shore which i still love to this yeah, day
1: exactly and like i like the most the more recent mike on those episodes like i'm more about big daddy sitch like i was never into like the situation mm-hmm. i like big daddy sitch with the fun fetties yes you know what i mean like that's oh
0: yeah like do you yeah. remember when he's like walking on the treadmill like eating chocolate i was like that's yeah. me at the gym he went to he went to jail so he probably was yeah. just like F it at that point.
1: Exactly. I mean, at that point, it's like- you know, Yeah. What,
0: you for? what would your last meal be? Like, you know, on like death row when they give you whatever you want. What, and we're talking about food. We're bringing it back to food. What would yours be?
1: You know, for many years, I would have said like a large, just straight up New York style pizza. Um, but I honestly think just like a really, really good Italian combo on a, on, a, on a hero. That's like like with the oil and vinegar kind of dressing, red onions, you know, shredded lettuce, like, three different kinds of meat, like, provolone, like, to, like I, uh, black olives, like, I used to say a large pizza, and I still would, like, maybe, depending on my, what I did in life, like, why I was getting killed, you know, uh, like, maybe <laughs> I would still get a pizza, but honestly, like, to me, like, my wife turned me back on to hero sandwiches a lot, and that's, like, one thing she and I, like, love, like, we'll just split, like, giant heroes all the time, um,
0: that's, so, oh, yeah. that sounds so good. I would do anything with cheese because in my like real life I can't eat that much cheese anymore, which is depressing. Um, hashtag getting old, but
1: just me or do we all develop like a lactose? Like, I don't know what happened. Like I, I'm not, I can't, all right. I do eat a lot of cheese. I just have a really bad time for like the next two days.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's
1: That's pretty much my life where it's like, I know I can't eat that much cheese, but I also like, you know, have to make, you know, queso or like I have to make like a mac and cheese dish. So it's like, you know, I'm going to eat it.
0: Um, Okay. So before we go, we're going to play a little basic hot or not with you. Oh boy. And because you're into food and Captain Cook's food and we're talking all things food today. um, It is basic foods. So Obviously, I know from myself because I tend to like a lot of these. Um, I also did a little research on things that are like traditionally basic. okay, avocado toast.
1: I'm gonna say it's still it's hot. It's one of those trends where it's like, you know what? Yeah, it got way blown up out of proportion. People charge way too much for it any place you go. But you know, have you ever taken a bite of one? like it's it's fun, like, it's just delicious, Come on. Of course. Like, so like I, it's it's unfortunate, but yeah, it's it's hot. yeah, it's hot.
0: It's, oh the Paris Hilton voice. I love it. Yeah, it's hot. Okay. That's where this all came from, right? Got uh, to heard it. Yeah, think. exactly, yeah. Um, pumpkin-flavored things.
1: Oh, that's hot. Don't let anyone really? shame you. Yeah, don't let anyone shame you about liking pumpkins. Actually, all right, I'm going to keep this between you and all of your listeners. Great. But one of the things that I'm thinking about pumping out, especially for the fall, is like an instant, um, basically make any kind of coffee, pumpkin spice latte mixture, like a dry blend where it's like sold in like a little vial <gasps> and you just like throw it into a drink and it makes it like pumpkin spice flavor.
0: Okay, now you have to do it. Cause now I'm gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I be know. like up your ass. Like, Chris, when yeah, is this coming I'm out? Sure. So yeah, you no, enjoy I, pumpkin?
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Obviously we love that here, so.
1: I'm drinking out of a freaking Starbucks cup. Like, there, you, like
0: there, it is, there it is, there it is. Okay, mimosas.
1: Yeah, they're hot. Um, I think I would prefer like an Aperol spritz, right? Personally.
0: Um, on the whole theme of drinking, what about a rosé? I love rosé. Really? I drink rosé.
1: Yeah, I drink rosé all the time. Oh, I you're just, like,
0: uh, out of all my people I speak spoken to so far, you're like basic. Yes, food. Fuck, yeah. Yes. I mean,
1: I I just bought uh, Post Malone's rosé actually, Maison Number Nine.
0: I don't know um, he has one. Why didn't I know that? Yeah,
1: it's called Maison Number Nine. He spent months in France trying to find the right winery and the right producer to make his wine. And the design comes after his favorite tarot card, which is the Nine of Swords. Um, yeah, he's an interesting, interesting dude. But uh, it's good. It's like 20 bucks for the bottle, but it's like huge. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a good rosé. I've also had rosés that are like $10 that are amazing. So True. You know. But yeah, no, I'm all about rosé. I love rosé, nice, especially in the summer too. Nice and chilled for like hours in the fridge. You have some, I love it.
0: It's the best. It's also the most Instagrammable. So. It is
1: too. You have a rosé and everyone's like, oh my God.
0: Like, yeah, it's pink. It's millennial yes. pink. We're millennials, Chris. Exactly.
1: Millennial I mean, pink. Come That'd on. be a good name for a rosé is millennial pink. That would be a great name for a bottle of rosé.
0: We can collab on it. It'll be there like the are. basic exactly. ex-Captain Cook's millennial pink rosé.
1: Back to basic
0: millennial pink. I like. We'll that. talk. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk. Um, I'll go like find grapes somewhere. <laughs> um, okay, last one that we're going to do yeah. before we yeah. wrap it up. A froyo, a frozen yogurt.
1: Yeah, good. I just feel deceived by froyo because for many years I was convinced that there were no calories. So I was just eating mass amounts of it. And people are like, no, you know, there's still calories. I'm like, no, man, it's not ice cream. It's frozen yogurt. There's no calories. Like, there's still calories, especially if you put a bunch of gummy bears on top, like you just did. <laughs> like, yeah. So frozen yogurt, I think, can be good. But I don't know. Like, I eat ice cream so seldom that if I'm going to eat it, like, I'm not going to go for frozen yogurt. I'm probably just going to get, like, a soft serve.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, soft
1: serve with, like, sprinkles, maybe, like, a swirl. Like, that to me is, like, if – like, I'm not eating ice cream every day. Get it, like, once a month. Like, I may as well just go all in.
0: I'm going to count that as a hot, though, because I want a perfect record. Yeah. No, go ahead. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, ahead. <laughs> Okay. So, before we wrap it up, I just have one final question. Sure. What does basic mean to you?
1: Being basic is just accepting – the fact that you like something that should be liked. I don't know how else to, that's the easiest definition is you just accept the fact you're like, you dive head first into the stereotype that's being basic and not yes. caring, you know? So yeah. why don't,
0: why drink a pumpkin spice latte, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Drink a pumpkin spice latte, get some froyo, make an app spritz and you're fine.
0: Boom! I love it. Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining me. And before you, you go, I want you to plug it in. I want you to tell everyone where to find you.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram at Captain Cook's Food, all one word, no dashes, no dots, no nothing. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Captain Cook's Food. My blog is CaptainCook'sFood.wordpress.com. You can find my recipes on there. I have recipes starting from like beef jerky all the way to making homemade everything bagels um and uh my etsy shop uh etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash captain cooks food you can find my rotisserie rub my hot sauce up there and i'll be adding more products very very soon
0: yeah and you have your podcast spicy memories and my freaking podcast
1: oh my god yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh spicy memories i'm on apple i'm on spotify i've got like seven episodes up there now i'm um, trying to record another one pretty soon. Uh, maybe I'll, now that I could realize that I could do zoom, I might, you know,
0: there you go. I have
1: miss Danielle here on, but, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You have your people call my people.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, just quickly, what do you talk about on the podcast?
1: Um, well, it says food and stuff. Uh, so it is usually revolved around food. Um, and then it just kind of like usually goes off into a tangent of something. It's a lot. I mean, when I'm by myself, I get pretty uh, pretty dark and usually talk about insecurities, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a, it's just, it's, it's open-ended in a way. It's a, more about food and stuff, but also just kind of like life.
0: Yeah. I, it's I you. I
1: wanted, to, I wanted a platform just to talk. Yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. And also, by the way, love when people get real and talk about insecurities because like yeah, we all exactly. have them. It's yeah. a basic part of life.
1: Exactly. It's a there basic it part.
0: is. Yeah, well, everyone make sure you go buy his hot sauce. I'm literally about to do it now. I don't care what you say. I'm buying it. Um, and Chris, let's definitely do this again. This was fun.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This was welcome.
0: Awesome. So that was my conversation with Chris Busone or Captain Cook's food. I hope that you enjoyed it, I hope that you were hungry and ready to go try some of his hot sauce and some of his recipes. Make sure you follow him everywhere and go check out his Etsy shop to get a bottle of his rotisserie rub or his hot sauce. Trust me, it is so good, you're gonna love it. And make sure you follow me on Instagram at Danielle Maria Costa. You can follow the podcast at Back to Basic Podcast on Instagram, and of course, Rate, review, subscribe, share with me who you want me to get back to basic with. And I'll see you next week for a new episode because on Wednesdays, we podcast.